Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Perception part two. Perception part two. Matthew 13 from verse 10 to 15. Matthew chapter number 13 from verse 10 to 15. I read. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speaketh thou unto them in parables? 11. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries to know ginosko the mysteries of the kingdom of god heaven but to them it is not given but to them it is not given 12 for whosoever has to him shall be given and he shall have more abundance but whosoever has not from him shall be taken away even that he has. 13. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. Neither do they understand. 14. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, by hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive perception 15 for this people's heart is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed least at any time they should see with their eyes and should and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart realize that understanding comes with where the heart and should be converted and I should, not I could, not I will, but that I should, a certainty, heal them. Which means that by the time you get into a particular realm, it's a should. It's not whether God will do it or he wouldn't do it. It's a should. In other words, he is more than ready. That's the difference between somebody that is praying for healing and somebody that is working in divine health. It's a difference between somebody praying for financial supply and somebody working in financial supply. It's the difference between somebody who is in a dire problem and he walks out of the problem as if there is no problem 
and somebody else may be in a lesser problem and die in that problem. It's a difference between people that die even though yet they are believers and people that live and are also believers. That tells you that this message is very important. Your life depends on it. And I'm not lying to you. Your life depends on this word. What is the difference between people that succeed in life and those that are just at the same point? The scripture calls them ever learning, but never coming to the knowledge. The word knowledge there is epignosis, the full, complete knowledge of the truth that tells you that apart from comprehension of truth or knowing what is truth there are levels of truth and there are dimensions of truth amen so a man may be walking in his truth and that is his truth so he says life is hard it is his truth. The truth is because he is living in a hard life. The scripture tells us that in Hebrews 11.3, that by faith we understand that what the aeons, the world, were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen, the physical, are not made I know what I were not made of things which do appear. And appear here simply means things that are already in existence but needed light to be shed on them. So somebody can be in darkness and it's because there is no light. So what he's saying is that the things that do appear that we see physically, they are not as real as compared to the things that are in another dimension but need light to be shed on them. In other words, there is a realm of life that is more real than what you can feel, touch, smell, relate with physically. Man has grown to that level and place where what we can relate with is what we can interpret as real or as truth. But most of the times, what you can interpret sometimes is, is false. It's not truth. So a man is limited by his perception. What you see becomes your reality. So he says, your world is framed by the word of God that brings light to the unseen. There are many things we are relating with right now and we are relating to them and with them based on the fact that we can feel, touch them, smell them, so, or test them in a, in a, in a, in a laboratory. So we think that that is true. Anything we can't touch, 
smell, experience, or test in the laboratory, we assume it's unreal. It's not true. But can I submit to you that there's a realm that is higher than what you see and smell? It is said some many years ago that um, there was an earthquake in Japan. It's about seven years or so plus. That took place. And many human beings died because of the limitation of our sensitivity. And a lot of animals escaped. Because about a week or two to the tsunami or to the, to the earthquake, dogs were barking because they had sensed the tiny vibrations in the earth whilst men are still going to work, walking with their briefcase. <laughs> they are going to work, coming back. Meanwhile, these dogs were started barking all over everywhere that you could sense that something is wrong somewhere. Yet they could not perceive. They could not sense it. Yet their pets were running out of their houses and running into the mountains. And that's how they escaped. Earthquake came, killed a lot of people. Including tongue-speaking people. Why? Because there is a realm of existence that is higher than the realm of existence we are living in. But the physical things we see has limited our ability to experience and have relationship with these things. And so, we live in a world where we think some things are beyond you. This I cannot do. This I cannot touch. This because where I come from and we are limited is perception. It's perception. The tsunami that took place in the, in the Caribbean some years ago and touched a few countries. Many sensed it. I think I remember very well the Archbishop Duncan Williams said he was in around that region. He was supposed to hold a program. And then he started feeling one kind in his spirit. And because it was a prayer warrior, he began to pray. And the thing would not lift. He said, look, look for the next available flight for me. I'm out of here. And he checked out. A few hours later, tsunami hit. And a lot of people died. The hotel, <laughs> he said he was. <laughs> I think cleared almost because they were around the sea. Sensitivity. Sight. Perception. How much have you been limited because of the realities you are living in? When there is so much more in our world. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 9. Now to the message. 
First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love them. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. There are depths in God. There are dimensions in God. The only way you can touch on those dimensions is through the Spirit. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received. So you see why we must take advantage of the spirit's ministry in our lives? For we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, the Holy Ghost, that we might know. Hi. That we might what? Know the things that are freely given unto us of God. We read John 8:32 on Wednesday and today. Thy what? You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall make you free. So he says, but the spirit which is of God is what we have received. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. With things also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually what? Discerned. So a man that is awakened in the Spirit can discern spiritual things. And he says, he has given us that Spirit to be awakened to spiritual realities and spiritual truths. This will cause you to escape trouble. To escape traps. To escape misfortune. To escape trouble. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things. So the natural man does not have the capacity to to receive the things that are of the spirit. But it says the man that is born again has the capacity. So then what is the limitation then? Because we have not trained our spirit to capture the things in that dimension. So anything we cannot relate with, we say it's not true. It's not possible. But the scripture has said all things are possible to him that what? Believes. And when he says all things, all things, all things. So Jesus, when he was about to leave in John chapter number 16, I'll come to my verse and then I close. 
My message today is very short. The introduction is long. But it's very, very short. John 16, the verse number 13. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. So the Holy Ghost is a revealer of things that are coming. He will show you. So why are we limited as believers? Because of this very thing. This is verse 14, please. But it says, He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it to you. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. And it says, All things that the Father has are mine. All things. He shall show you what? All things. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. <laughs> then John 14, 26. It says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Earlier on, he says, I have many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear it. Why can't you bear it? Because the time that I have to teach you, I don't have it. I have only three years. Jesus said. So I need to finish quickly and get out. But I'm sending you one that will be with you forever. And this man that will be with you forever shall teach you what? All things. That means that in a service like this the most important aspect, the most important role of the Holy Spirit is not for you to fall under the anointing. It's not for you to shake. It's not for you to receive anything. It's for you to be taught. This is the reason why many receive miracles and they lose it. Because they don't know how to keep that miracle. Because in our mind, the Holy Ghost must move. Something must happen. Wow, the service was very powerful. Who told you? And you went home with no understanding. The service was powerful because you were under on, on the floor. The service was powerful because you were shaking like a leaf. You couldn't control yourself. The service was powerful because you were rolling and exposing all the uncomely parts of your body. The service was powerful because your back touched ground. Say, wow, it was powerful. But that is not the most important aspect of the Holy Spirit's ministry. Is this. He shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. What were the things Jesus said? One of them he said is in Matthew 13. Let's look at it. And then we close. Matthew 13 verse 14. So he said, I will speak to them in parables. But to you I will not speak in parables. Then he says, and in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah which saith, by hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand and seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive but earlier on he tells us that these people will see 
and will not see. They will hear and will not hear. Why? He says that because they have closed their eyes. When it comes to the hearing and the heart, he didn't say anything about it. But when it came to the eyes, it means that with the eye, the eye gate is the opener to the awakening of the heart. When your eyes are opened, your heart will open. But what type of eyes are we talking about? Is it these physical eyes? No. For these people's heart is wax cross and their ears are dull of hearing and their eyes they have closed. When your eyes are closed, you can't see much. Not blind, closed. So it's, an, it's, it's a deliberate act. Not blind. He didn't say these people are blind. He said these people, they have closed their eyes. When your eyes are closed, your eyes are closed to all realities. So what you can see, feel and touch that's what you believe. That's why Jesus told Thomas. He says, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas. The only reason why you are believing now is because you can touch me. He says, but blessed is he who has not seen but has believed. In other words, he's not saying that you can't see. It's just another kind of seeing but not with these physical eyes but with another eye. He says, they should see there with their eyes and hear with their ears. Then should what? Understand with their hearts and should be converted. Should. In other words, once it enters, your eyes are open to, he, to see. It will enter your ears. It will enter your heart. And then it's a done deal. This is why you can give two people opportunities in life. And give them five years. One will turn that opportunity into a millionaire. And the other will be begging. Bros, please. Some small thing. I need some place to, to, to sleep, please. Help me. You know why? Understanding. Understanding. The light that came to the first one is in a different realm. I looked at some machines the other day and the way they've made them like, so this, all these things were in the head of human beings. They brought them out. How did they bring it? I mean, I just started, I, I was sharing a scripture with um, the people in um, Tham family this morning in, in, in um, Ecclesiastes 7.25. We are a generation that is not contemplative. You know what that means? We don't meditate. Too much on the fast go. Quick, 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 quick. TV, even the television, the movie, you want the one that is quick, 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 quick. You don't want the one that the story is too slow. They say, no, 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 no. So everything is quick, 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 quick. McDonald's, quick. I want the drive, drive through. Everything, quick. Ecclesiastes 7.25, please. It says, I applied my heart to know. 
and to search and to seek out wisdom. And the reason of things, why things are the way they are. Have you asked yourself why your life is the way it is? When you do, you find the answer in wisdom. It says, and to know the wickedness of fully, even of foolishness and madness. Wickedness is not, is not in witchcraft. It's in foolishness. If you decide to be foolish, you are wicked to your own, your own destiny and your own soul. This one is a quote for the weak. If you decide to be foolish, you are wicked to your own soul and your own destiny. To know the wickedness of fully, the most alright let's, let's get to the message let me finish so <laughs> Matthew 13 <laughs> and you know what is foolishness doing the same thing expecting a different result your attitude same apathetic uninvolved uninterested I mean they said this is how the thing please we've had all that you've had all is why you are where you are it's an attitude Jesus said take heed what you hear but he also said take heed how you hear oh I've heard we've heard it all we've heard it all we know we know all these things the person telling you what they know do they have results to prove it if they have results to prove it you hear you, you pay attention but no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's not in our domain. I mean, it's, it's, we've heard it all. And these people, is, they are lucky. Who told you? There is nothing that is luck. Yeah. That's why you can see a man with his head as old as grandpapa clock. And he had, all that is in his head is foolishness. And you see a young man and his brains are sharp. He knows what to do per time. And you find young people, they have become lethargic, apathetic to life. Nothing, no zest, no, no spirit. You have arrived because you married one man that has kept you there as King Kong. So that is all you know. That's the level you have. So because of that, you have settled. Our mates are marrying, so I've also married. Is that all there is? Oh, my husband, my husband. Shame on you. As if those that don't marry, they cannot. Who told you that marriage is the end? Paul said, when a woman marries, you have brought unto yourself trouble. Because you must become the servant to that man. I must marry. My mates are married. I must marry. When? Oh, when? That has become all of your prayer points. See your life. I mean you. You or you online. See your life. See your life. You see your life. See your life. Not those here. All you online. See your life.
So because of that, any foolish man that comes without any, any direction in life, you jump. Hollow men, shallow men, men without substance, you go for them. Then three, five years down the line, say, ah, I'm divorced. So why we, we knew it, we could draw the curve. We drew the curve. There's an expectation. We can draw the curve. We can tell where you end. I look at a man, speak to you for five minutes. I know, I know that you are not going anywhere. Just five minutes. Five, I don't need more than five minutes. Speak to me. I just say, okay, God bless you. But I've already graded you. There is more to life and there are more realities in our world than what you know. With that said, my scripture, Matthew 13, 14. Oh, the message one. Uh, okay, it says, one discovery. A woman can be a bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> oh, this is verse 26 of that one. <laughs> Full of seductive scheming and grasping. Oh, man. Because you too, you have seen one calf. Now I've come to the man. You see one calf. So because of that, you are longer throating. I must marry this one. I must marry. He said, the lucky escape her. And the undescending get caught. See your life. You have been caught. There are things in the Bible. Oh. There are things in the Bible. You are not reading. That's why you don't know. That's why you are not seeing the things. Well, let's get back to Matthew 3. Let me finish this message. <laughs> Dicky, thank you for giving me that service. It has capped it all. Now I have half, half. I've finished with the men and the women. Let's get back to message. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. So that there is what brings understanding. It is seeing and hearing. And seeing ye shall see and shall not perceive. That's my, that's why I'm ending. The words, the first word see is the Greek word blepo. Blepo is to be able to see with your physical eyes. To judge and relate with your physical senses, especially your physical eyes. B-L-E-P-O, blepo. But it says, and shall not perceive. But perception here is another Greek word. Hallelujah. It's a what? Another Greek word. And it's a word oido. E-I-D-O. Or aido. A-I-D-O. It means having understanding or being able to see, to know. Being able to what? To see, to know. Your ability to relate with knowledge as a result of what you have seen. But not the physical sight. But another eye. This is why somebody can sleep and wake up and dream of compounds and things. And he wakes up and mixes it and it becomes a chemical that has become a one million dollar 
property or business and another will sleep all his life or all her life for how many years and wake up and still be working for that person with the one million dream that he had. Because one was sensitive. So their spirit man is opened to capture things. Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of truth. That is the full epignosis of truth. The full understanding. When Solomon was writing Ecclesiastes and some of Proverbs, some of you don't like reading Proverbs, go and read Proverbs and then read Ecclesiastes. They are dark sayings, but they are dark sayings based on wisdom. He said, I returned under the sun and I saw that the race is not to the swift. He said, I see princes walking while servants are riding on what? Horses. You know why? You can be born a prince and go down as a servant when you don't know who you are. And it comes with understanding. There is an eye with which you see that causes your heart to be opened. And it doesn't happen just by reading casually. It comes through what is called contemplative reading and hearing. Meditative reading and hearing where you are exposed to all possibilities that there is another dimension that is open to you and your spirit man is opened to receive them. This is why Paul prayed that prayer in Ephesians 1.17. He says, now listen to that. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant unto you the spirit of what? Wisdom and uh, knowledge. And that the eyes of your understanding may be what? Sorry, that the Christ that, that may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of God, verse 18, and that that the eyes of what your understanding. So your understanding has an eye. It's not the physical eye, it's an eye of the spirit that causes you to be awake. Many of us are spiritually in comatose. You know comatose? You are in coma. We need to jump, be jump start. And it's because we have not yielded to the ministry of the Holy Spirit through his teaching. That the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. In other words, that light will be shed in the dark places of you understanding then you begin to say oh i see what used to be there all the time all of a sudden is no more a problem for you what used to be a problem for you has become easy you know why because light has been shared there are certain things when you were growing up were a problem for you 
right now you don't even see you don't even recognize them they don't come into your contemplation you know why because you've grown past them so they are no more even a prayer point have you forgotten have you realized that certain things you don't even pray about them anymore because you've grown past them so if you stagnate in your growth and you don't grow beyond your next level this next level you will remain there as a spiritual Lilliputian rise to your feet you know what is Lilliputian what Lilliputians are you didn't read the story of Lilliput Gulliver's travel they are like that they are not even dwarfs. They are lesser than dwarfs. In the realm of the spirit, you will be a, a spiritual Lilliputian. No, no, no. I can't, but they are too tall. This one, even, um, what's the name? Jeshron is taller than them. So if you are a spiritual Lilliputian, it tells you where you are. You are very, very, very down there. Hallelujah. So what causes your eyes to be opened? Contemplative studies. Contemplative hearing. And yielding to the ministry of the Spirit of God. A lot of us are too lazy. We are lazy to hear any message. You are lazy to listen to any message. After this one... The next time we will see you here in any message is next Sunday. That's if you even try to come to church. And you're wondering why, why demons, you are always having bad dreams. You, only you. I don't remember the last time I had a bad dream. Because I fit in. When I sleep, I sleep like, like a baby. Not because I'm an apostle, no. Because they fit in enter my own. I don't give them my mind. You every day you sleep, half of your sleep, you are fighting things. You have been fighting and fighting. When you wake up, every time you are fighting. Now you are getting so agitated, you are going for anti antidepressant pills. There's something wrong with you. Check your spiritual life. Yeah. You are too young for antidepressant pills. Lift up your voice and speak to God. Tell him, Lord, may I have a contemplative heart. May my eyes be opened. There is an opening of the eyes of a man that causes the man to walk in a different dimension that will cause you to begin to walk in dimensions of truth. Dimensions of truth. The truth you have walked in has limited your realities. But there is more to life. There is more to life. That even animals are more sensitive than you, a believer. There is something wrong with our Christianity. There is something wrong. There is something wrong and we need to pray. And begin to ask the Lord. That's why Paul has been praying for them. That the eyes of the understanding will be opened. 
That the eyes of the understanding will be open. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Hallelujah. One of the ways by which you receive spiritual understanding is to pray a lot in the spirit. Yeah. Pray a lot in the spirit. Pray in tongues a lot. If you don't pray in tongues, ask the Lord to baptize you. Because you are doing too much disservice to your spiritual destiny than you know. Amen. Because there are realms in God that you can never enter unless you've entered into some realm. Hallelujah. As we pray and close, Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your children. I declare, Lord, they are blessed in their going out. Your week is blessed in the name of Jesus. Your spiritual eyes are opened. Every blindness, every, every lethargy to closing your eyes that causes your eyes to be closed. I command that in the name of Jesus that you will open your eyes. You will see. May God open your eyes to see. Behold wondrous things from his word. May God cause you to behold wondrous things from his word. May your sensitivity be sensitized. May your sensitivity be heightened. May your physical and spiritual sensitivity be heightened. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I bless your children. If you came in with any sickness, any disease, I curse it. I command it to leave. In the name of Jesus. And you are made every with whole. In Jesus' name. Amen. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. If you're not sure that you are born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit. He says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are, just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same. I ask, oh God, that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration, through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father, I receive into my spirit a new spirit. I am a new creation from today. I refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil. I receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore i take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father i ask that the holy spirit will come into me strong in the name of jesus now pray this prayer me declare me in the name of jesus if you don't speak in tongues declare me in the name of jesus by the evidence of speaking in tongues i received the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation 
to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy 